0: where we were at. We, we really had two options. We could just kind of continue building a small portfolio, uh, buying some small stuff, just bringing on a partner or two, maybe doing a, a lot of it with our own money and just build up a, a, a nice small portfolio. And people can do that and, and retire on that and retire early. Uh, but I really had a vision um, and, and, and you kind of caught that vision of really building a business and bringing on a lot more investors Um, and, and, and we even, you know, I brought on a business partner in, in really building a business that goes after a really big portfolio, um, going after a much bigger pie and we'll get a smaller slice of that pie, but it's a much bigger pie. Uh, but it requires building a business and and doing the podcast as a part of that.
1: Welcome to the threefold real estate investing podcast.
0: Welcome back, threefold listeners. I hope you're having a great week. Uh, for those of you joining us for the first time, this is the Threefold Real Estate Investing Podcast, where we talk about real estate, uh, but we also focus on uh, our, our faith and, and our families, uh, because for us, that's that's why we're in this real estate game. And uh, this is a very exciting episode because this is our 100th episode here at the Threefold Real Estate Investing Podcast. So um, I decided to have. Uh, the most beautiful guest that I've had on uh, during these 100 episodes back on the show. That would be my wife, Hannah. Hannah, thank you for coming on the show today.
2: Hello, you're welcome. Congrats.
0: Yeah, yeah thank you. It's very exciting. It's it's flown by. It's it's really, you know, everybody says this, but it, it really is hard to believe that, you know, we've done 100 episodes. And, and I say we, because Hannah has, has become more and more uh, part of the podcast and, and helping kind of in the background. Um, I'm just the one that talks all the time. But um, yeah, you know, as Hannah and I were, were just talking about this and, and realizing that, you know, we were coming up on 100 episodes and we'd be recording our 100th episode uh, today, we started thinking about just where were we on episode one and, and what a journey it's been. And, and of course, you know, the, the podcast has been such a, a blessing to us and we've had so many great guests. I mean, what a different place we were in two years ago, right? May of, of 2020 versus May of 2022. And, and, you know, just thinking back through some of the guests and how much we've learned from them uh, through our journey, what, what a blessing that's been for us. I mean, I think back to the very first uh, guest we had on, a guy I'm still in touch with today, still reach out to and, and uh, get guidance from, his, his name is, is Greg Dickerson. And he's a real estate coach. You know, he, he knows more about real, he's forgotten more about real estate than, than I know. Um, and, and what's funny about that, you know, as kind of makes sense for the first episode, I forgot to hit the record button. Yes. So I had to reach out to Greg the, the later that day and say, Greg, I'm so sorry. I didn't even record that hour long episode.
2: Can we do that again?
0: Well, yeah. I mean, I, I didn't even want to ask him that, but he was so gracious. Said, That's fine. You know, we'll do it again. You know, you, you were kind of asking, you know, s- some of the memorable guests and there's so many, just way too many to, to, to mention, but I think, you know very early on, I think it was the second episode, I interviewed uh, my my local mentor and the guy that really had so much to do with me getting started in multifamily. Uh, and that's Mark Hutton. That was episode two. He meant so much to me. And he, he's just a local guy, you know, not known nationally, doesn't do the marketing stuff, uh, but has meant so much to me. Um, and and then all the way up to just recently, gosh, it was probably episode 95, somewhere around there, right. uh, that, that uh, I got to interview Rod Khalif, uh, who is known nationally and and he has a huge coaching program. So many people uh, know him and, and he's been a mentor to me because I've been listening to his podcast for a long time. So interviewed a lot of just local people, um, small guys and girls like me, uh, just 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 getting started and doing it on a small scale and then interviewed, you know, been fortunate enough to interview some people that have huge platforms and are doing big things and are 10 and 20 steps beyond me. So uh, those are some of the memorable ones to me. I know um, you've been involved and uh, listened to most of the episodes. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, What, what are some of the uh, memorable episodes for you over these hundred?
2: We've had some incredible guests. Um, I've for sure learned so much from many of them because I started off at ground zero and with everything with real estate. So, um, but I think my favorites um, one being Dave Foster. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Dave's
0: a great guy.
2: Yeah. He was episode 71. Um, And he went, he did like a deep dive into the 1031 exchange. And that was really interesting. And then um, he's just the ultimate Enneagram seven who, you know, has this dream and goes for it. And I'm not like that. So there's something about that, that just intrigues me. And a little of, I want to be more like that. Um, Well, and you're
0: married to an Enneagram seven. So it's it's good for you. So a
2: better understanding of that type. Um, And then I love Julie Holly. She's become a friend yeah, of ours. Yeah. She's just real, just mm-hmm. authentic and yep. uh just talks real about kind of the grind of real estate and yeah. um and how it's not always it's not always awesome. Um yeah, I just sure. really it's I really appreciate about that about Julie. Uh her latest episode I think was 75.
0: Yeah, because she's been on multiple times.
2: Uh, a couple of times and same okay. with Dave too.
0: Yeah, that's true. Uh 75. And then I since you're sitting here, I should probably say one of my other favorites was 79 when you were on with me uh, and we, we covered our story. We, we do want to um, talk about our journey uh, again and really kind of highlighting the past two years. Uh, that, that's what Hannah's on here for and what we've done and, and what that's meant for us. And um, you know, not only in the real estate space, which, you know, I'll, I'll kind of cover, you know, the numbers and, and the transactions we've done and what, what we've actually done in, in the business at Threefold real estate investing, but then um, Hannah kind of covering more what that's meant to our family uh, how that's been a struggle for us, um, how it's been rewarding, challenging, how God has refined us through this uh, oh, so yeah. much. Um, so we're going to cover that. Uh, that was in episode 79. We really covered uh, a lot of our early journey.
2: And right. as the book right behind us. Um, uh, that's right. We did just talk comparing about stuff, the dad. rich dad, poor dad kind of perspectives and ways of thinking and, yeah. um, and how to be married to the opposite of that.
0: What a journey it's been uh, over these hundred episodes and, and, and we've learned so much, but I kind of wanted to take us back. Um, all the way to, again, we, we started this podcast in May of 2020. So um, obviously right into COVID. Uh, so what a two years it's been for everybody. Uh, but but uh, we, we always like to say all through 2020, we're like, man, this is a crazy year for everybody and, and a transformational year for everybody. But man, was it for us? Because oh, yeah. at the beginning of 2020, you we were still working as an RN. I was a full-time physical therapist. Right but we had a real estate portfolio at the time we had done a couple flips. We were finishing our second flip of a single family home. We had flipped a duplex. Uh, and then we had bought three small multifamily properties. Uh, we had bought a 16 unit and then we bought an eight unit and we bought a 10 unit. We bought all those at the end of, uh, 2019. So we had a 34 unit portfolio mm-hmm. of three properties. We had done three flips, um, two single families and a duplex, you know, so we had a nice portfolio. We, we both had jobs with COVID you, you were not, called in anymore. Right. Uh, and we were on our way, not not because of COVID, but we were on our way to homeschooling the next year. So you ended up uh, stepping away from your job. Mm-hmm. Um, I was really wanting to follow you. In that, and I wanted to step away from my job even you know more than you did, because uh, I was just so passionate about getting into real estate, but it just wasn't the right time for us. So we decided at the time and, and really pushed along by me, but I really wanted to double down on real estate I wanted to do more multifamily. Uh, I really believed in that. You know, as we were just getting into it, obviously had having doing a, done a few flips, experienced uh, multifamily a little bit with a duplex, but then having this portfolio of 34 units, really seeing the power of multifamily investing. I wanted to do a lot more of that. I wanted to do it bigger. So I wanted to get into what we call apartment syndication, which means we go after even bigger apartment buildings. We have to bring in a lot more investors uh, and those are going to be passive investors who just bring us, partner with us with their money. And then we we run the deal. And it's really more of a business than just buying small apartment buildings like we had done with just one or two family members. Uh, so we were wanting to build a business. Um, I was looking to other people that were doing that to learn how they did it and to follow in their footsteps. You know, one guy uh, that, that I really looked up to and happened to be local uh, was Joe Fairless. If you don't know Joe Fairless, look up best ever real estate investing. Um, that's Joe's brand is best ever. He has a conference. He has a Podcast. He has a, some great books out, like got a ton of great content. And I got his book, started going through that. And one thing Joe is really big on is starting a podcast. Uh, you know, if you're going to get into real estate syndication, you've got to bring in a lot of investors. So, um, starting a podcast is a way to get your name out there, a way to educate people, get people interested in real estate investing. So, that is a little bit of the backstory for us why we were doubling down on real estate uh, and then why we started a podcast in May of 2020. Um, how were you feeling at the time? That was those were some things I was really pushing toward and and uh, my career and what I was um, doing. But how were we doing as a family at that time? And, and what were some of your feelings back in May of 2020 when we were just starting the podcast?
2: Yeah, well, we were definitely just finishing that second flip, and that was that was crazy because it was COVID, and we didn't know if Home Depot was gonna you know gonna close down or yeah. if our contractors were gonna. You know, jet out, you know, because they're in quarantine, or so I feel like we've really buckled down as a family and we're there every day finishing this up. Um, right. And I was still kind of looking at it like, oh, this is a cute hobby that he does, you know. And when he does things, you know, he does them big. So this is just a big hobby. Um, so I still felt safe in it, but then I think when you we're really starting the podcast and kind of going through this textbook of a book and mm-hmm. kind of checking, you know, the boxes is when it kind of became a little more real that, okay, he really wants to quit his job. <laughs> this is becoming more than a hobby. Um, yes,
0: This is serious.
2: Yes. Yes. And then I think you starting the podcast too, it was a way for you to, you like to talk about real estate a lot. Yeah, and I can't offer that as much, you know, especially at that time. Mm-hmm. And so I think you were just looking for outlets. And so you mm-hmm. were just like, this is a way I can bring on people for free and right. pick their brains and just talk real estate. So
0: yeah, and that's and edu- exactly what it's And been. educate
2: people too. You're yes. so good at that. And so I feel like it was a way for you to educate people, um, in a, just an
0: easier way. It might be helpful. I think for the people that, that maybe are new to us and haven't heard our story, maybe to just kind of bring up to speed. How did we get to 34 units? Okay. How did you know? Yeah, we we started a podcast, but that was you know I want to make sure people understand that that was not the beginning of our journey. Um, If you're wanting to follow in our footsteps, it's not as easy as just uh, or it wasn't as easy for us as just let's start a podcast and let's start buying apartment buildings. Um, You know, we started the podcast in May of 2020. We bought our first real estate investment, and it was it was a flip of a single family home in August of 2017. So it was, you know, three years in the making to starting a Mm -hmm. podcast. Let's jump back real quick and we'll just run through our story a little bit for people that haven't heard it Um, back to 2017. um, And I guess even should take it back even to um, the fall of 2016 is when I left my corporate job, we decided that that's not the route we want to go with our family. We didn't feel God calling us to that path. Uh, And I was getting excited about real estate already. So I left a corporate job, took about a 30% pay cut. Uh, Went back to doing home health physical therapy, which is what I'd done in the past, uh, which is a job that is not, was not fulfilling and exciting for me. So it's not something I wanted to do long-term, but it's a job that offered a ton of flexibility and, and, and plenty of stability to allow me to do real estate as a side hustle. So that started in the end of 2016. It was almost a year later in August of 2017 that we did our first real estate deal. It was a single family flip. Um, For me, that deal was just about getting started. I mean, I, Again, I left in 2016, wanting to do real estate on the side. Um, read all the books, listened to all the podcasts, was just dying to get started. So I really kind of forced us into that one. Um, it, it, we bought that in an online auction. So I really kind of forced our way into that. I think I had told you my max offer was, you know, maybe 70,000 70, and I bought it for 80. So jumped to uh, just a little bit over that um, and told you about it after we bought that. And you were um, <laughs> less than excited, but all right, here we go. So that was a little bit of, of my, I guess, thought process behind jumping in. What, what was your mindset at the time?
2: Uh, This is a low point for me in our story. That's the thing. It didn't, it hasn't always been awesome. So yeah, I feel like you kind of came to me wanting to start into this real estate stuff. I'm like, no, that's all right. You know, I'm just I'm trying to keep two people alive. I, I don't really, we don't need to jump into that. And we have two great jobs. You know, you have your doctorate in physical therapy. Why would we get involved in something where we just don't have the time or the capacity for. Um, yep. And you swore that this was going to free up time right. and yes. be such a blessing to us financially, time wise provide for um, our family and our family culture that we wanted. Um, and yeah, that it was a little different than that.
0: A little bit different. That yeah. and, and so the lesson learned from that uh, is what you're you know alluding to is that flipping is not investing. Um, cause I, yeah, I was selling hand on this dream of investing in real estate and passive income and yeah, time freedom and flipping is not that, and there's nothing wrong with flipping and we ended up flipping another house. And I, I think we'll flip in the future. Cause we actually, uh, we really do enjoy it. Um, we, it's something we feel like we could involve our kids in, uh, as they get older, but it's not investing. It's, it's still trading time for money. So, uh, that was a real lesson in that. Um, again, what was nice for me is I'm listening to podcasts, reading books and, there's people out there telling me that, hey, flipping's not investing. And, and I, I just kind of had to learn it the hard way. So we did that one. So that was probably my biggest takeaway for sure was that this is not investing. This is not what I, the dream that I sold you of passive income. What right. would you say your biggest takeaway from that first one was?
2: I think it was definitely the first time that we really experienced like, okay, we're a team, like we are in this together. And yeah. that's probably one of my favorite memories is when we had just a weekend, you and I out there, we like had a date, you know, right. pizza, a bottle of wine. I mean, you would do it right. And we would paint all night long to try to finish this flip. And I I did feel like God was kind of telling me the entire time, like as as much as this is not fun and I'm not enjoying much of this um, just because of the life season that we were in. I still wanted to cheer him on. I wanted to be his Biggest cheerleader, even though I felt totally against it. And I felt like God was calling me to that. But all of that being said, I still was one and done. I did not yeah. want to do another one after that experience. Um yeah. even with some of the highlights.
0: Yeah. And 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 so we did well on that one. Um, you know, made made money and and uh made more than I actually uh had expected, made way more than you expected because you expected oh, yeah. it to be the yeah, I thought loss. we were gonna lose everything. Yeah. So we, house, we did well financially, but but it was not, um, yeah, as far as the time freedom and being able to control it, it wasn't because at the end of a flip, you get to a point where you, you need to get it done. You need to get it on the market. Um, yeah, so we we took a little bit of time off after that. Three uh, months. We sold I that asked in for a and, year.
2: <laughs> and yeah, and you knew three that. Three You
0: knew that what you were asking for too much there. That was. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was too big of an ask. But we did take the summer off from real estate. And so that next August, we got a duplex, uh, also auction. Uh, this was at the county auction. Uh, I think that's that can be a great way to buy properties. It's risky because you don't get to uh, go and tour the property. Now, technically, you don't get to. I, I did go tour the property and I've been known to climb in a window or two, um, as most of real estate investors do. Uh, but it, you know, it's a little bit uh, risky, but you do get a, um, a deal often because a lot of people don't want to buy things sight unseen and you have to pay all cash. So that was the same, same um, way with the first flip with the single family. Uh, we did use our home equity line of credit. Uh, we also um, had some family lend us money and kind of partner with us in in that one with the duplex. We did not, we just did not have uh, anybody partner with us. We used our home equity line of credit. So um, I just say that because a lot of people today probably have a lot of equity in their home. So you take out a home equity line of credit, you can use that and kind of lend yourself money. Uh, That's how we got into that one. And I guess mindset there was let's get into multifamily because that, that was always my goal. Even with the flip, it was like, well, this isn't the end goal. We don't want to be flippers. We want to I always, I've always known we wanted to buy apartment buildings. We we bought it cheap. And, and I think I thought there was a, a good opportunity to flip this at some point, but also we, we knew we were going to rent it. We wanted to experience having renters and experience the beauty of passive income. Of, and it's not passive when you're an active investor, but it's certainly much more passive than flipping when you have a, a multifamily property like a duplex and it's rented. And yes, you have to manage those residents, but if the property is in pretty good shape, that's going to be very light. And it was for us. Um, and you make money each month. So that was the mindset getting to that. We bought that one for $90,000. Um, that's an unheard of price today, obviously. Uh, this was, again, 2018. Now, August of 2018 that we bought the duplex. But yeah, it was really wanting to push into multifamily and experience having renters and passive income was the mindset behind getting into the duplex. What was your mindset at the time?
2: I think at this point, it was easier for me to trust the pattern than like the hope that it was going to be better. And at this point, the pattern was, okay, this is just a time sucker. It's stressful. That was hard to convince me of. And then um, I feel like we can't even go without mentioning like the squatters and the police and the fleas that were everywhere at all times. I mean, I think my yeah. number one lesson I learned from this that it, is that it takes five treatments to clear out and in like two units of fleas from a vacant building like five treatments that's how bad the fleas were
0: yeah when we when we bought the property you know it was lost to the county right tax issue or whatever they were still there still squatting uh so the local law enforcement uh were out there on day one to help us Uh, one of the the kids decided to overdose uh that day so i had to call the ambulance to to come get him Uh, so took him off by um Squad uh, to the hospital, and then I took the other two with my truck and all their belongings uh, to somebody else, to one of their parents' homes. Um, yeah, so it wasn't a great day one. Day one was yeah. uh, was was not what we expected or hoped for. Um,
2: it got better though. It,
0: it did. Uh, we had learned a lot from the first one. Again, that and what I'll say about that first flip uh, is what so many people say about the first deal. I would never do that deal again. You know, we put eighty thousand dollars into that first one. So we bought it for seventy. Put eighty into it. Uh, we were into it for one fifty. Well, well, this one, you know, we're coming into it with a little bit more cushion, a little bit more experience. Uh, we found some good contractors. Yeah. Uh, you know, I was selling some cabinets out of it. A couple of pulls up in a green minivan with all the seats taken out and like really beat up. And I'm like, oh, these guys are definitely contractors. They look like painters. And they, they got out and they wanted to buy these uh, cabinets and they did. But they said, yeah, what, what are you doing here? And so they ended up being not only like contractors that did a lot of work for us over the years, but oh, yeah. really became some friends and some people that we really cared about. Yeah. Uh, that was great. That was, that was transformational to have uh, contractors that we could count on that were reasonable in price, did good work, showed up. Um, that was huge, which we didn't have on the first one. I mean, we did hire a lot of the work, but we did a ton of it ourselves. Having these contractors um, do a lot more of the work Freed up more of our time, oh, yeah. so that it was definitely a, a very different experience. Um, also, again, just having a little bit of a cushion from the money we made on the first one, I feel like gave less pressure mm-hmm. to this one. Um, but we still did kind of flip it. But again, then we did rent it out. We did get renters in. Uh, that was another a new experience of kind of stress of having renters that we are responsible for. But we did get to experience what it's like when you have renters in your multifamily property. And the rent that they pay on a monthly basis is more than all your expenses, including your mortgage. Mm-hmm. And so every month there's profit. This is how you build passive income. This is how you build a portfolio. This is how you build generational wealth. This is the path that gets me to be able to quit my job. All those things. We get to see a little bit of that in this first one. Right. And so we end up selling that in, in under a year as well. So again, more like a flip. And then uh, for some reason we kept doing deals every August. So about the uh, the single family flip in August of two thousand and seventeen bought the duplex in August of two thousand and eighteen. and then I started getting more and more into multifamily joined the local Ria was getting educated. that's important you have to get educated on underwriting and and how to operate a, a multifamily property. Um you can do a duplex pretty easily a quad, but I wanted to go bigger. So in August of two thousand and nineteen we bought a sixteen unit multifamily property. Um, you know kind of more of a true apartment building, a very small apartment building, but an apartment building, nonetheless, and so that was a huge step. I guess my mindset behind that was, again, that that was always the goal. Uh, I didn't know we would get to it on our third deal, but the goal was to buy apartment buildings. Um, I wanted to do more of that, and I guess I would say on that duplex, um, you know, maybe we were clearing somewhere between three hundred and four hundred dollars a month. Um, so great profit on a duplex, you know, that's that's one hundred and fifty to two hundred dollars per unit. But looking at what our goal was. And, you know we had a pretty small goal initially was just hey what if we could what if we could profit five thousand dollars a month give us sixty thousand dollars you know that that could maybe pay for like our our basic basic expenses you know not the life we we want but but pay for our basic expenses and maybe if we get to that number I could quit my job and do this full time and, and continue building it well with the duplex it's spitting out three hundred to four hundred dollars a month I mean you know your, your 12 14 16 duplex is what we would have need needed for that and, and looking at it it's like we don't want to buy 16 duplexes. So what if we can buy in this, in this example, eight duplexes at once in a 16 unit and, and likely the profit per unit's not going to be as much, but the profit is going to be a lot more than just one duplex. So that was my mindset behind pushing to bigger multifamily properties. What was, what was your mindset at the time?
2: Uh, I think I was more in the realm of, I just got good at a duplex. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, got comfortable um, with that. Yeah, and
2: now you want to buy uh, an old schoolhouse right. in the middle old of a cornfield and that you know has no management. It's a mom and pop yeah. kind of rough. thing, which apparently Weaking is rough. what you want to buy in this world. It's and so I, I, had to, I had to learn all of this, but I've said all along, you know, the thing that always comes to mind is trust equals time plus believable behavior. And you were starting to build that. Um, at this point. So I feel like I was, I was beginning to trust you a little bit more, um, kind of trusting, trusting God through it, but then trusting that you were leaning on him Mm -hmm. to guide you. Um, And I think I, you were starting to prove that to me through all these, all these different buildings.
0: Yeah. And they were working out, Um, you know, we had a good track record so far, Um, you know, learning, we brought on a mentor. I think that gave you um, and, and it was just a local guy. We didn't pay him, but he was leading the apartment focus group for the local RIA. And he ended up, uh, I gave him a piece of that 16 unit. So, you know, he kind of partnered with us on it and, and came alongside us and, and really held my hand through it and, and helped so much. And so that gave you some more confidence. But you're right. I mean, people will ask, you know, how do you get your wife on board when, when she's just not into real estate investing? And that was totally you. So I can yeah. speak to that. And what you just said there is a big part of it. It's just, it's going to take time. I mean, you're not going to just jump in and, and believe in real estate investing. I would say, you know, not that you didn't trust me as a person, but you had no reason to trust me as a real estate investor because sure. I wasn't a real estate investor until I started investing in real estate. Right. Um, so we decided to break trend. And instead of just buying a, buying one property every August, uh, which we had done for three years, we bought the 16 unit in August. And then um, late October, maybe we bought an eight unit. And then I think late November, we bought a, a 10 unit. So um, jumped right into multifamily, boom, 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 got three of them. Um, the funny story behind that was, uh, you talk about, Hey, I just got comfortable. And then you got throw me into this. Um, you had just got comfortable with the 16 unit, you know, cause it took two and a half months to close that. So you finally got comfortable with that. Finally got on board. We're buying a 16 unit. Okay. this seems crazy. But the day we were closing is when I got a call from a buddy of mine who wanted to invest with us and he found an eight unit and he showed it to me. And I said, this is an incredible deal. You know, again, by this time I'm in so much underwriting, so much education, that's where you got to get to. And you can recognize a good deal very quickly. And so I said, to you, I know we're closing today on this eight, 16 unit. Do you mind if we put an eight unit under contract today as well?
2: Sure. So I think that was another no one of those. Problem. I was
0: just getting comfortable with the 16 <laughs> unit and we got to get to an eight, eight unit. I will say that eight units probably the best deal we've ever done. <laughs> and I don't know that we'll ever do another deal better than that. It was an incredible deal. So Thankfully the Lord uh, moved you to trust me yet again yes. a little bit um, and and then the God bless God bless that deal. I mean this is not about what Han and I have done. Um, this is you know our, our testimony of what God has done uh, through us and what he's blessed us with uh, and that was certainly an example of that. So we bought those three um, multifamilies. Uh, we had 34 units. Um, again this brings us so this kind of brings us up to um, where we were when we started the podcast. Uh, so that's that's kind of our story. Um, but getting those multifamilies what was where were we at then what was kind of your mindset or what were some takeaways for you and and buying the small multifamilies?
2: I think for me uh, learning so much about failure um, mm. for me, I am risk adverse. you know I don't do it if I feel like I'm gonna fail um, and that's that's just in my wiring and my nature but you've, through this. And, and I feel like God has revealed it to me too, of just how, and you, you describe it perfectly with your sports analogy, um, where failure, failure for me, it's the end of the game. You know, they're like, we just lost, lost. Yeah. Um, where for him, it's like, no, I just threw an interception. Like, it's totally fine. We just get back out there and keep playing. And so I learned a lot about how much of an idol that had become for me of just trying to stay away from any, any chance that we could fail or I could fail. Robert Kiyosaki, he says, failure inspires winners, but failure defeats losers. And as harsh as that is, I just realized, okay, that was kind of a slap in the face. I'm, I'm the loser here. Like, because if I'm going to fail, like I just, I leave it.
0: The way you put that is perfect for for real estate investing, but even just for entrepreneurship in in general. I mean, this is, this is our real estate journey, but it's really an entrepreneurship journey. I mean, real estate was just our vehicle. We've had so many examples that we, we own a property and things are going really bad you know maybe we will lose but yeah i think my my point was and, and this is true in real estate investing we still own the property we haven't lost until we don't own the property anymore so things may not be going well right now maybe we're over budget maybe we can't get it rented maybe we just found out the basements leaking and so we're gonna have to spend ten thousand dollars that we didn't count on but we don't know what we're gonna sell the property for yet. Or maybe we end up renting it. You haven't lost until you've given up, until right. you quit, right? And that's mm-hmm. kind of what Robert Kiyosaki's is saying is like losers will quit. And so you have lost because you just quit. Right. But winners, you know, will keep pushing forward. And um, yeah, we have learned that example because with almost every one of our properties, we've gotten to a point where it looked like, okay, we're gonna lose on this
2: one. We've had major speed bumps,
0: yes. Oh, absolutely. I mean, yeah, like I said, that first one, I mean, we spent in that property. Um, the, the basement was leaking and continued how many hours of work. Yeah. I kind of kept track. It was over 500 for me. That didn't include you and and our two-year-old and our four-year-old coming out. (laughs) Um, so many, so many things were wrong, you know, in in the duplex day one, you know, having, um, somebody overdose on, on on the property and and just multiple times, it didn't seem like that was going to work. The 16 unit, we got in the the roofs leaking, we had a horrible roof issue all, even at, at the end when we're selling and it looked like, We're not going to sell it, but we did And again, because we didn't give up. We decided to keep moving forward. And again, so that brings us all the way up to 2020. We actually took a whole year just turning around those properties. We were very heavily involved in those. Those were just joint ventures. We did with one or two family, close friends. And uh, I kind of acted as the GC on all those projects beginning in 2021, when you and I sat down and we prayed, and I think we fasted at the beginning of that year. And we're like, what's our next step? What do we want to just keep doing more of this? What is God calling us to
2: well it started with us yeah. us talking about our our why or more or less like where we wanted to be, you know what do we theory. want to get out yeah. of this. Yeah. And and in that we completely agreed. I mean all along we had agreed on that where like right. what we wanted for our family, what we wanted life to look like um, and what we felt like God was was pulling us towards um, mm-hmm. and and desiring from us. And so I think in discussing that in January, it became clear that we want the exact same things. We're just on a different journey to get there. Um, we were kind of going a different route and i think for me it took okay like and you know i had that whole picture analogy of, yeah. of you on the boat i'm on shore you know pulling the rope still holding you back um where you're on the boat and you're heading into the sunset you know where that's our goals like they're my goals too it's just you were just taking a different route to get there and if i just, Got on the boat, then we could get there, and so I feel like that was my time where okay, I'm all in, like I'm in on on this, and quitting your job, and 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 building a business, and starting a podcast, and and I think, but it it took that kind of revelation of just us discussing, okay, we're really not that far f- from each other in this. We just right. have to get on the same page of how we get there, and the your route for getting there was much quicker than my route of just going the the poor dad way (laughs) doing the W2s. It was more risky and I had to overcome. I still have to overcome that. I I mean, that's just in me, but it it was, it was definitely a a really good moment for us in our marriage, in the business um, of when we just, okay, I'm on board.
0: Our goal was kind of the time freedom um, Mm -hmm. to be able to work and work together. You kind of said that at the beginning, we didn't really develop that very well, but it was so fun that we could do this together, that I was... Working from home and going, I mean, we we take our kids to the properties all the time and oh, put yeah. them to work, and uh, that that was fun. I mean, and that's not for everybody, but that's what we wanted. And so, you know, by this time, it was like, wow, real estate is really offering us all those things. Yeah, the boat was was going in that direction. Yeah. That real estate boat that I was on, uh, it was allowing us to um, work together. It also was allowing us a lot of freedom. I mean, we worked when when it worked for us. Right. Um, I could work early in the morning. I could work late at night. That was awesome, it was a good feeling and we've uh, basically just pushed forward uh, with that. We ended up selling all three of those properties, all 34 of those units in that portfolio. We sold two of them at the end of 2020 and that's when I quit um, and went full-time into real estate investing, quit as a physical therapist and now neither of us have a job. And so we really are all in.
2: Not scary at all. Yeah,
0: (laughs) really are all in on the real estate stuff. And then beginning of 2021, we sold the other one. Um, And then one part of our journey was adding a business partner. So again, we were interested in building a business and I, we knew we couldn't do that on our own. I knew I couldn't do that on, our, on my own. And so we uh, actually added a business partner. Uh, that goes back to that corporate job. I had somebody, a good buddy of mine that, that uh, was a partner of mine in that business. As we were climbing the corporate ladder, we were building a division together. That's my business partner, Kevin waymeyer He joined Threefold, was really a huge help to me, huge help to the business. Um, not only like taking on some of the work, but somebody to lean on, uh, somebody to talk to every day, yeah. um, somebody to uh, celebrate with, but somebody to mourn with and, and, and cry and moan with when, when uh, things aren't going well and get mad with. Um, and, and so he's been a huge help But that. That's a part of building a business. I mean, you, you can't do it all on your own. And we, we decided, hey, we're not just going to build a small portfolio. We're going to build a business and buy big apartment buildings. We knew that meant adding people. In uh, 2021, we bought a 45-unit uh, February of 2021, we bought a 47 unit in June of 2021, and we bought a 96 unit at the end of that year. Uh, you know, so 188 units last year, right. apartment syndicating. So, no, you know, another big jump. Um, again, God has just blessed us in, in this journey. Uh, and, and what I would say too, just as regards to the podcast, is it's been so helpful to talk to guys and girls that have already done this, guys and girls that have quit their job with real estate. You know, those that have have. Made the jump from smaller multifamily to big multifamily. I mean, I've got to talk to so many people. And then, you know, you're always listening to the podcast. So you're gathering information and, and, and kind of gaining confidence. I guess I think all the way back to getting ready. And then I was pursuing the 16 unit. And, you know, you said to me, like, Lee, people, people
2: don't do this. Yeah.
0: Right. People don't <laughs> buy apartment buildings. And
2: who does this?
0: And I said, well, nobody we know does this, but actually people do do this. Like, <laughs> at least on the podcast I'm listening to, in the books I'm reading, they're, they're saying that they're doing this. And then again, joining the local RIA and the apartment focus group. Uh, and, and then, you know, by 2020, we were doing this. So, right. uh, you know, kind of gaining confidence in and, and the podcast has just been so helpful to, to see others and talk to others. It's been a, it's been a great journey. And, and today, you know, um, I, I guess just kind of where we're at today, yeah. you know, we are, are working on a project now um, within the next week, we'll, we'll be at 283 units. Um, just, just seems crazy. Right. I mean, yeah. I, again, I, I, we just want to highlight that, um, you know, it was in 2017. So not even five years ago that we were buying a single family to flip, you know, this time in 2019, we own nothing. We had sold the duplex. So right. in just three years, you know, uh, from zero to, to 283 units, uh, and we've just done nothing special. Uh, we've had good mentors. We've had good, um, you know, mentors through the podcast, uh, still not financially independent because, uh, when you syndicate apartments, uh, most of the cash flow goes to the investors. We take an acquisition fee that, that pays us and, and pays us a good salary, but we have to continue working. We're really enjoying it. We're doing it more together now than we ever have. You're more in the business. Um, As our kids have gotten older, they're more in the business. So I think that's why we we do the podcast that others could follow. What we like to put out there is that we've done nothing special, but here's what we have done. And you could do it as well.
2: And I mean, we're like you said, we're still building it's not, you know, what, what we want it to be in the end. And, but we do feel like God still has us on this journey for a reason. And I've told you from the beginning, you know, there's got to be a mission side to this in order for this to feel totally right for me. And, and God has blessed us with, you know, hundreds of residents, um, many, many investors and just, just people who are just right in front of us within our reach just to serve. So we're really blessed in that. I think one of the probably struggles we've had as we've grown so fast is just remembering to, to celebrate the small wins. I think it's right. so easy to get super excited about the large leaps because they really are like really big wins it's exciting. Um, that you yeah. kind of lose focus of just the beauty of, of the simple And, um, and the small things. And so I feel like we've had especially in the last few months as a reminder, just to be humble and just be so grateful for just even the small ways that God has provided. Um, I feel like that's something big we've learned as we've grown through it fast. I feel like that's something God has taught us.
0: Yeah. And yeah, you're, you're much better about recognizing that. I mean, I, you know, you mentioned a seven on the Enneagram. I mean, I'm, I'm into the big, exciting, big wins and, and often live in the future and, and what's next and, instead of, um, yeah, what we've done. Yeah. It's been a wild journey. Uh, I, I always I like to, I like to share it, um, you know, and share how God has blessed us and, and maybe how God will, will choose to bless others if, if they want to, uh, go this route with us. But, um, yeah. it, and, and the podcast has been a big part of, part of it. Um, the, the guests that we've had on have, have been um, oh so helpful Phenomenal. to us uh, in, in leading us and guiding us, um, helping us avoid some mistakes that they've made. Um, and the amount of
2: networking that you have yeah, done true. through the podcast of people who even after, you know, the conversation who have mentioned this person or contact this person. Yep. And it's just been such an easy way for you to meet people and get the connections that you need to, to further, you know, the business.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, good stuff. Um, this was a lot of fun.
2: Yeah. Different episode <laughs>
0: a little bit. Um, hey, maybe I'll have you back on episode 200. Maybe we'll see. We shall we'll see. see how it goes. We'll, we'll see <laughs> if we have good I prefer to be news. behind
2: the scenes.
0: Yeah. If things are still going well, maybe I'll have you back. If, if uh, maybe, maybe we're burned out. By that. Maybe we're not doing it. Maybe it's all burned and we're, we're heading in a different direction. Hopefully a whole whole
2: different. You know, we'll see. this guy. Yeah. <laughs> we'll
0: see. yeah if you want to learn more about us, if you want to Um, join us, Um, you know, feel free to reach out to us. Uh, We we send people to our website. That's threefoldrei.com. You can email us at info at threefoldrei.com. We love talking to people about real estate. Um, I think you can probably tell uh, just on this episode that we're very passionate about real estate investing and, and what it's done for us and what we think it can do for you. Uh, and you don't have to invest actively. You can invest passively. You can just invest your money um, and let other sponsors who are doing it actively or are doing it full-time, let them invest your money for you in a deal. And it's a great way to put your money to work for you. So yeah, reach out to us. Um, hope you enjoyed the episode. Hope to hear from you. Uh,
1: have a great day. Thank you for joining us for another great episode. I hope you'll take action on what you've learned today. If you enjoyed today's show, please consider leaving Lee a five-star rating and review. And check him out on threefoldrei.com. Until next time, 1 Timothy 6.17.